0: It's time for Blessed to Play on EWTN Radio, uncovering the role that faith plays in the lives of sports professionals from around the country. And now, here's your host, Ron Meyer. Fire, Welcome to a Blessed to Play Collegiate Spotlight Show. My guest today is Matt Russell. He's a runner, uh, competes in uh, track and field and also cross-country racing for the University of North Dakota Fighting Hawks. We'll talk with Matt about his track and field career and also why he's running the good race. We'll find out what that's all about. I'd like to welcome Matt Russell to Blessed to Play. Matt, it's so great to have you on.
1: Yeah, it's awesome to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Now, as I look over your bio, you have a lot of mileage on those legs, which tells me you really like to run. In fact, in in high school, you not only ran track and field, but you participated in soccer as well, which, as we know, is a lot of running. So when did the love, the passion for running into your life?
1: Yeah, that is, uh, that's a good question. I think I've always, I've just, I've been running for a really long time. Uh, my dad's a little bit of a runner, so I think when I was younger, I'd um I kind of enjoyed going on runs with him and um just doing that when I was younger and then through soccer and everything and sports. I, I mean I figured out I was decently fast um just yeah with my with my classmates and stuff. Um so then yeah, did track in middle school and then um yeah, I just kinda of fell in love with it throughout high school. Um and yeah, like you said, played soccer uh, throughout high school as well, which is awesome. Um kind of that That team sport mentality, and then track was kind of more of an individual thing um, for me. But yeah, I I fell in love with running definitely in high school. But I think I think I've always kind of had it um, since I was little for sure.
0: Well, you excelled in running in high school. You went to Shanley High School in Fargo. In fact, you're from Moorhead in Minnesota, and this high school in uh, Fargo wasn't too far away. So you had to go to a different state to go to to school. But um, you found out you had a talent, obviously, for running. So Take us through the process of when you decided you wanted to run at the collegiate level and also why you chose University of North Dakota.
1: Yeah, that's a good question too. I think running through high school, I think it was kind of more of a casual thing for me. Um, I knew I was talented at running um, but I never really never really thought about um, running at the collegiate level. didn't really know what the possibilities were. I never really looked into it. Um, and I was kind of a sprinter um, through my through middle school and like my freshman year kinda. Um I'm currently a distance runner, so eight hundred and, and the mile sometimes too. But um and then yeah, I kinda made that transition um throughout high school and then senior year I think um as my time started to drop a little bit my coaches kinda brought it up I'm like hey I mean you could you could run collegiately if, if you wanted to if you really looked into it and if your times drop enough your senior year maybe you could get onto a, a good program. Um so yeah I kinda looked into it um emailed some coaches um, one of which was was uh, the University of North Dakota, um, and they kind of told me some times I had to hit um, some baselines, and um, so I kind of had those in my head um, as the season kept going. Um, and then yeah, I ended up with a couple meets left in the year. I ended up hitting like some of the some of the important times that they wanted me to hit. So I emailed them back. Um, didn't hear much until uh, after after the state meet. A couple weeks went by, and kind of just figured I would be done running. Um, after high school. And then I got a call a week or two after my season was done. Um, And then, yeah, they said, if I mean, we've got a spot for you if you want. Um, We looked at your times. Um, They look pretty good. And there's a spot open if you want it. Um, And I was kind of kind of planning on going to North Dakota anyway, just for academics. And they they had a good uh, program for my major. Uh, So kind of worked out well that the the coach reached out to me and, and I was able to get a spot on the team and and start the collegiate running experience.
0: Yeah, you were often running, indeed. Blessed to play Ron Meyer here with Matt Russell. He's a runner track and field, also cross-country for the University of North Dakota Fighting Hawks. And speaking of cross-country, you finished 28th at the Summit League Championship. You helped North Dakota to a third-place team finish. That was the highest placing for the Fighting Hawks in its Division I history. So talk about cross-country running as compared to Indoor and outdoor, do you have a preference or what is your favorite?
1: Yeah, um, so a little bit of background on that. Um, so I, I didn't do cross country in high school. I did I did soccer um, in the fall. And so both of those sports were in the fall. Um, so, I, yeah, like I said, I did soccer and then track in the spring. Um, and then when I got to college, um, they kind of mentioned you're kind of more on the distance side. You run the 400, and the 800 miles sometimes. We'd like you to run cross country, too, just for kind of a training for training in the fall as we get ready for, for spring. Um, so I, I, I started doing cross country my freshman year of college. Um, and I had never done that many miles a week. So they, I mean, they slowly built me up. Um, cross country takes a lot more miles a week than, than what, what I was doing in my high school track seasons for sure. Um, but yeah, I think you cut you kind of mentioned, uh, the summit league championships, that was 2020. Um, mm-hmm and that was our COVID year. So it was kind of, kind of different. Normally the cross country season is in the fall, um, but with COVID they had to move those cross country championships to the spring. Um, and so those numbers are a little bit swayed just because um, some teams chose not to compete. Some There was a lot of athletes that, that weren't there just due to COVID and stuff. So um, yeah, I mean, 28th is a little, it's it's a little bit swayed. It seems higher than it was, but um, there wasn't that many athletes that competed in that race, but yeah, we, we finished third, I think, like you said, um, which was, which was good for us. Even, even in the COVID year, I thought that was, was a good, uh, a good finish, but yeah, I think preferences cross country versus indoor and outdoor. I, I definitely more of a, a, a track fan, a shorter distance, um, shorter distance fan rather than, rather than cross country. I definitely prefer the the 800 in the mile over the, uh, the AK no longer races.
0: Yeah some of your other uh, uh, results were uh, helped in the distance medley relay team to a second place finish and a school record at the Summit League Championship and you placed raced in the four by 400 meter relay aiding North Dakota's sixth place finish but I want to talk about this new PR for the mile I mean the mile gets a lot of publicity obviously for the olympics and it's a very exciting race but you had some serious turbo going here you competed in the mile at the summit league championship recorded a personal best in the mile at the und open four minutes 23 seconds uh 17 placing sixth uh is that up there as one of your best accomplishments as a track and field uh runner yeah that's
1: a i I remember that race and actually. Yeah, I don't know if it's on there. We we had a race a couple weeks ago. Um, I just ran 419. I think was tick- Yeah, a couple weeks ago was my mile PR. Wow. Um, that's kind of a new result. But yeah, I I've never really been much of a. I think in high school it was more 400 and 800 was mm-hmm. were kind of the events that I ran. Um, but then got to college and my mile PR dropped um, a decent amount. So I think, um, yeah, those mile races have definitely been a, a good highlight and in my running career. And yeah, that, that race a few weeks ago was, was definitely nice, especially in my last season. So.
0: Well, talk about competing against other universities. Is there a rival or is it just personal rivals against other runners? Talk about that whole dynamic of competition for the university of North Dakota.
1: Sure. And I think, yeah, I think just for, um, it's kind of just like a school wide thing, but, uh, kind of, North Dakota versus North Dakota State is definitely a big one, just because um, they're the school that's closest to us. Um, two bigger schools in North Dakota, and um, we compete 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 against each other fairly often. Um, but yeah, there's definitely other rivalries um, within our conference. Um, the other the South Dakota schools and um, St. Thomas, which is a school from Minnesota that just joined the Summit League. So there's definitely some good um, rivalries and um there's always, just with all the those schools being close together there's always some like high school teammates and high school rivals that that we run against too from those schools so like there definitely is some individual uh rivalries in there as well um on the teams but yeah i think um in terms of schools definitely those Dakota schools are are kind of our our bigger rivals South Dakota State South Dakota and NDSU um, as well
0: so let me ask you is there any trash talking that goes on between runners i mean we see this in football basketball and other sports but what is the atmosphere like before a race?
1: Yeah, I'd say I'd say there's probably not very much trash talk at all. I, it's um, during the race you can you can throw some elbows or if someone gets in your way. I mean it can get a little pushy, but um, during the race I think um, it's pretty friendly. Especially, um, I mean, being in my fifth year, I've gotten to know some of the guys that I'm competing against. So I mean, it's we all know each other pretty well and run the same events, and um, it's pretty friendly. There's there's not really any um, trash shot that goes on just yeah some of that pushing is during the race everyone's competitive and wants to get good positioning so
0: yeah let your running speak for itself for sure you're listening to a blessed to play collegiate spotlight show it's featuring Matt Russell he's a cross country indoor and outdoor track and field specialist at the University of North Dakota the Fighting Hawks and uh, from looking over your bio it doesn't seem you have a limited off season it seems so you're doing a lot of running and training over the course of 12 months how taxing on the body is that even though you're in your prime and you're young
1: yeah sure um so yeah i guess with um cross country and track um there's kind of or for most sports there's like one season so like basketball just has like that winter season Mm -hmm. football has kind of their fall season they do some stuff in the spring but um normally it's just one season they have but for cross country and track there's cross country in the fall and then indoor in the winter and outdoor in the spring um so we kind of have three seasons right in a row um so you're right it is it is kind of taxing um it's kind of up to the coach um to kind of structure the training in a way where you don't burn out by the end of the year um so they they struck they do a good job of structuring that um and then that summer that those summer months are kind of we get two weeks off after that outdoor season uh, in may at the end of the spring and then kind of start our summer training for the next cross country season in the fall so you're right there's not much of a an off season at all um but our coaches have done a good job of structuring the training in a way um where it's it's light enough where we're not going to burn out and they um, allow us to go all three of those seasons with um having the greatest success so
0: how about nutritionally you're burning a ton of calories here what is what is your diet as a competitive runner
1: yeah that's uh that's definitely a big piece of it um getting i think the biggest thing for me learning right away was um just getting enough food in um when you're running that much i mean you just need calories um at that point obviously good calories but um making sure to get in three meals a day um it was big for me. I mean, sometimes if I woke up too late and didn't want to eat breakfast, um, I would just kind of brush it aside. But then I'd, I'd be really tired of practice um, mm-hmm. or like at the end of the week just because, I mean, if you're missing meals, um, that's just like calories that you're burning but not gaining um, through your food. So that was definitely a big piece for me right away is just learning to control calories and eat um, a decent amount every day. And, yeah, just keeping those um, as clean as possible, just, I mean – fruits, vegetables, I mean, the whole food pyramid, so.
0: Yeah, I I would think you have to be careful not to go into a calorie deficit with all those calories you're burning, and then that would take, obviously, away from your strength levels. I want to talk about endorphins, uh, probably a topic you haven't talked about in a while on a radio show, but (laughs) let's discuss it. We always hear this thing called the runner's high, and uh, is there some truth to that? Have you had, like, races where you say, wow, I just feel something in me today that I haven't felt before, and those endorphins are, are flowing quite readily?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I definitely ex- have experienced that before, and it's like some sometimes those long like really long runs, mm-hmm. um, you kind of experience that a little bit, and it's like right away it's like oh this kind of sucks, but um, I mean yeah you kind of talked about that runner side a little bit, you you'll feel that um at some point during the run sometimes, and it's it's pretty nice, kind of happens um in races too sometimes. I mean, cert- it happens different times for different people, but uh, sometimes you'll just I mean feel less pain in a race, and you'll just be able to to finish a lot stronger than you than you would have. Um, so yeah, kind of kind of comes and goes. There's like it's it's kind of hard to to bring about um, on purpose. Sometimes it just kind of happens. But yeah, that's definitely a, a a cool thing that happens.
0: All right, Matt, we're going to step out for about thirty seconds here. When we come back, I want to talk to Matt about why he's running a good race. We'll find out. What that's all about with our guest today, Matt Russell, Track and Field Specialist, University of North Dakota, the Riverhawks, when Blessed to Play returns after this.
1: A prayer for the holy souls in purgatory.
0: God, our creator and redeemer, By your power, Christ conquered death and returned to you in glory. May all your people who have gone before us in faith share his victory and enjoy the vision of your glory forever. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Welcome back to Blessed to Play. Ron Meyer, joined today by Matt Russell, uh, participates in cross-country running as well as indoor and outdoor track and field for the University of North Dakota Fighting Hawks. And I I gave them the name River Hawks before we went to the break, but uh, let's scratch river and we'll call them fighting because uh, Matt is certainly part of the Fighting Hawks team here. Matt, we talked a little bit about running the uh, first half of the show and that whole analogy of running the good race in Scripture has a lot to do with faith. And I know faith is an important part of your life. You were raised as a cradle Catholic, but you're incorporating your faith in your life as a college student. Why is faith at the forefront for you?
1: Yeah, I think just growing up, um, going to Catholic school for, I mean, most of my most of my whole life, I, I kind of knew the importance of of my faith. But I think coming to college, um, I definitely learned kind of the, the independence that it took to, to practice my faith on my own. Um, kind of like you said, um, being a cradle Catholic growing up, I kind of had my parents to, you know, take me to, take me to mass and, and say our prayers before bed, you know, like do all, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I think coming to college, it's, it's definitely been important for me to have some of that independence, um, and kind of, kind of find God on my own, um, a little bit, um, and it's, it's, it's been very important, um, and the friendships that I've built through our Newman Center and, and kind of through that process of, of exercising my faith, like as, as I compete, um, is, has been, has been really important for me.
0: How about with your teammates too? Obviously you're at a secular institution, so you have teammates from varied faith backgrounds. I know you go to the Newman Center, so there's a, uh, a Catholic community there, but in the context of your track and field team, and just at the university at large, how does your how do you integrate your faith in that type of life?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, I, we talked about that a lot um, in in study and just kind of at the Newman Center a little bit, but um, just kind of this idea of of moral authority uh, and kind of living, um, kind of living my faith just um, as I go, um, and I mean there. My teammates will see that, and people will see that out in the community um oh this guy goes to mass this guy participates in a bible study um and kind of kind of that curiosity is peaked a little bit um and it's it's really cool to see and um there is some there is some uh people on the team that that have similar experiences as well but um I think that's been the biggest thing for me is just kind of living my faith as um as I do um kind of that independence going to mass um and as I continue to grow, I think people kind of see that um, and their their curiosity is peaked And I mean, they'll ask questions or um, and stuff like that. So it's, it's definitely been a really cool experience um, with my teammates and, yeah, just people, people across campus as well.
0: Now, you've taken a leadership role. You led a Bible study, from my understanding, at the Newman Center, and this is for student athletes. So you're having athletes on campus from you know maybe the basketball team the football team whatever but talk about that leadership role the bible study and the other athletes that are participating in that study
1: yeah that's actually um that's been a really cool experience for me throughout college um so we actually have um if you're familiar with focus um fellow fellowship of catholic university students um on our campus at und at the newman center um and i came in freshman year and there was uh it was the same athlete Bible study um, at the Newman Center when I when I came and there was some guys on the team that um, kind of knew I was Catholic, saw me at mass. And they were like, hey, um, if you want to if you want to come to our Bible study, it's I think it was Wednesday night, my freshman year. And, but I had I had class. I had a night class um, freshman year. So I, that was kind of my out. Um, it was kind of a little bit out of my comfort zone, so I wasn't really comfortable with it. And I, I was just like, "Oh yes, I have class like I don't have to go and share stuff about my faith, like, um, stuff like that. Um, but then sophomore year I I started going to that and it was awesome. It was just, um, kind of me and some other guys on the track team. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of diversity with other sports, um, but it was, it was great. And then kind of going junior, senior year, kind of, yeah, like you said, taking up a little bit more of a leadership role in that. Um, and just talking with people from other sports and like kind of seeing, Interest levels, um, seeing if people would be interested in being involved in in that Bible study, um, and then senior year, actually, yeah, um, kind of led led that Bible study last year for the last few weeks um, of the semester, and then this year, kind of starting out the year, I def- definitely wanted to reach out to to other sports and kind of get um, some representation from from other sports teams. So yeah, I think now we've got. Um, Some people from the football team and and the basketball team and and the hockey team up here, too. So it's it's really nice to see other sports getting involved in the Newman Center. Um, And then, yeah, always trying to to get some track people involved as well. But, yeah, that's that's definitely been a really awesome experience um, to have the Newman Center and to have that that athlete Bible study for uh, for people to come to.
0: And from my understanding, you just accepted a position for the next year with the the group focus.
1: That's true. that's been a, that's been a really awesome journey too. Um, Just with the experiences with um, the focus missionaries we have here at the Newman center um, and kind of their impression on me um, throughout the last four or five years. Um, And then just, yeah, going on mission. I, last summer I went um, to Michigan um, through focus. It was, it's called a, it was a program called summer projects. Um, And that was an amazing experience. We spent a summer in Michigan at a resort um, just kind of, we, we were working 40 hours a week, but then they also had um, daily mass and Bible study and kind of all these activities for us to do. And that was, that was life-changing um, just to kind of see the, the community um, of college students that was there and, and that was pursuing Jesus in the same way that I was. Um, and so that kind of definitely led me to um, apply for Focus and um, yeah, now we're here, uh, just accepted a position and then training, go to training at the end of May and be placed on a campus somewhere to hopefully do the same thing for athletes somewhere
0: else. Yeah. Very good. Blessed to play Ron Meyer. We're talking with Matt Russell. He's a track and field runner for the University of North Carolina, North Dakota. (laughs) He's not a Tar Heel. He's a fighting hawk and uh had a great career and you know has something left of his career in track and field and then obviously he'll be transitioning over to his work with focus but i want to talk about that scripture that i alluded to that has to have some primacy in in most of scripture for you and that was what saint paul said about running the good race fighting the good fight as a runner what does that scripture mean for you and does it inspire you
1: yeah it does um yeah, for sure and there's there's truth to that in in the sport of running, uh but then also yeah, I mean like you said running the good race and and practicing your faith um through that and using kind of using the sport of running um kind of as an avenue to to practice that as well. So um there definitely is some some really cool tie um in in like through athletics. Um I can learn a lot about my faith through through athletics and I can learn a lot about athletics um through my faith. So there's some really cool tie-ins um, with a lot of what St. Paul teaches in his letters.
0: How about mentoring other uh, track and field runners? Is that something that you aspire to as you transition from uh, being a college uh, uh, college student and now going into the professional world?
1: Yeah, I think um, that was definitely a big piece of it for me. Uh, applying for focus is um, being able to go to a, go to a campus and, and give student athletes kind of the same experience I did. Um, and being able to just to reach out to them and, and, um, kind of, kind of share my story with them as well and kind of bring the faith to that campus. Mm How
0: about the pressure of being a D one athlete? Did you feel that pressure? And, and if you did, did your faith help you to process it or to kind of put it in perspective as a uh, student athlete?
1: Yeah. Um, track and field's a little different. Um, But yeah, there was definitely pressure, um, in, in competition for sure. Um, and I think a big part of that for me, um, was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, let God, let God take all that pressure away, um, and kind of just, um, not place my identity in like the, the race results. And, um, there's a lot of pressure in like how you, how you perform, like, oh, I hope, I hope I don't perform bad or I hope I don't have a bad race or what happens if I do have a bad race, um. And kind of learning to just let that go and not and not place your identity in in the numbers at, on the screen at the end of your race um, was definitely big for me. Um, so that that kind of helps take a lot of the pressure away. And knowing that knowing that I have my faith um, at the center of my life and and track is just one of the gifts that I was given. Um, it's not the end all be all of of my life, right? I think that took a lot of that pressure away for sure
0: and an undergraduate degree in electrical engineering, and then you're finishing up your master's degree in kinesiology. So these aren't uh, cupcake disciplines, let us put it that way, Matt. But uh, talk about the kinesiology degree and what you hope to do with that.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So, yeah, I guess to talk about it first, um, the electrical engineering, um, that was kind of a – it was a biomedical focus. Um, So my idea going in to college was – was kind of like the like prosthetics um that kind of field um and so that's kind of where the the kinesiology comes from a lot of people kind of wonder about the the tie-in between electrical engineering and kinesiology but um so yeah i think something with um, biomechanics or whether it's prosthetics or whether it's um again working with athletes or like working with the sports team um i've taken classes on i mean like doing vo2 max testing and like doing doing kind of testing for Um, for high level athletes. And I think that's really cool. Um, I think I definitely want to work with um, student athletes um, in the future. I mean, that kind of, kind of like I talked about with focus and just being able to relate to them uh, really well. I think um, I could do the same thing in a kinesiology field. Um, Yeah, I guess in terms of exact fields, I'm not really sure. I think prosthetics was initially what I wanted to do, but I'm open to a lot of other stuff now, I think, as I've experienced some other things, but
0: Yeah, very good. Well, Matt Russell has been our guest today, doing a great job on the athletic side, but also a valued, centered athlete, uh, doing some great works at the Newman Center there at the University of North Dakota uh, campus, and uh, look forward to great things with him in the future, for sure. Matt, thanks uh, for coming on. I really appreciate uh, hearing about your story and also that athletic talent that you have. That's quite impressive as well, and I appreciate you coming on. Blessed to play. Thanks so much.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Hey, Blessed to Play fans, check us out on the web at blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed, the number two, play, dot com. You can like us on Facebook and hit us up on Twitter at Blessed to Play. For Matt Russell, I'm Ron Meyer. We'll catch you next time right here on Blessed to Play. You've been listening to Blessed to Play with host Ron Meyer on the EWTN Global Catholic Network. If you have a question or comment about today's show, feel free to email us at Info at blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed, the number two, play.com. You can also connect with the show on the web at www.blessedtoplay.com. Again, that's blessed, the number two, play.com. Join us again next time for blessed to Play on the EWTN Global Catholic Network.